Hey folks, this is Brother J.T. Brand here at God's Whole Word Podcast. We want to share the whole Word of God with you. Amen. And uh, before we uh, go in much further, I, I know some people, I know you might be bothered by it, but I just want to uh, start with prayer. Some people say, well, why don't you just pray before? Well, I, I, I'm not spoke yet, and so I'm going to pray before we go on, and maybe you'll pray with me. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we just ask you, God, to bless this podcast, and that you will just allow your anointing to be there and open up our ears to hear, and God, just uh, allow us to see and to hear in your word what it is that pertains to life and godliness for us in this day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. So... You know, last week we talked uh, uh, some about this as well, as living a peaceable and quiet life. And we're going to kind of cap off of that and go on a little bit further. Uh, You know, because here we are, and this is uh, Friday, Uh, the election was on Tuesday, and, uh, you know, not only did we have uh, the folks that, uh, uh, you know, you voted and uh, uh, you've got... uh, the people on one side or another that are upset one way or another because not everybody wins. Somebody's going to lose and somebody's going to win. And then we also have, uh, at the same time, the World Series going on, you know, and somebody was going to win and somebody was going to lose. And uh, so uh, there's always uh, uh, some type of competition going on with those things. But unfortunately, folks, what we have had is so many people that they take both of these things and many more things besides that, but uh, both of these things, the, the issues of, of voting and, and, and even sports, it's become a volatile situation. It's shown up as. And, uh, but, but, you know, uh, we, we, we can't talk to everybody in the world because, you know, the Word of God uh, certainly is to reach the center. The Bible in uh, Psalm 25 uh, in verse uh, 8 I believe it is 25 and 8 I'm, I'm going to look that up real quick because I'm pretty sure that's it if you'll bear with me for a moment I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at that and I believe that it's uh, verse 8 it says yes it says uh, God and uh, well it says good and upright is the Lord therefore will he teach sinners in the way that's what it says in Psalm uh, 25 and verse 8 good and upright is the Lord Therefore will he teach sinners in the way. And then verse 9 is attached to that. It says, the meek he will guide in judgment, and the meek he will teach his way. And so, you know, when you look at the two of these verses together, you know, he starts out with the sinner, and uh, he teaches the sinner how to live for him and serve him. And then if you're going to be meek, if you're going to bow to him and submit to him, and you're going to repent of your sins, because we all have to repent of our sins and get right with the Lord. And so in order to do that, we've got to be meek. And that means to be humble. No pride up in there, you see. And uh, so then it goes on to say uh, the meek. So, uh, you you know, God's going to teach the sinner and then they're going to become meek because they're going to learn they've got to repent of their sins or they're going to die and go to hell. You've got to repent of your sins and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior because there's only one Messiah. He's already came and there's not another coming. Hallelujah. And then in verse 9, the meek, he's going to lead them and guide them in judgment, and he will teach the meek 
his way. So, uh, you know, and there's some folks, you know, they say, oh, well, I'm a sinner saved by grace. Do you know the Bible don't even talk about that? The Bible don't teach that. It don't teach they, they sinners saved by grace. That's a bunch of nonsense. There ain't no such thing. Because the Bible is telling you in no uncertain terms that you were a sinner before you got saved. And when God saved you, hallelujah, you became a saint of the living God. And uh, so uh, we've got to learn the word of God. We've got to know the whole word of God. Because if we don't know the whole word of God, we're going to get mixed up and twisted up. Now, so... We talked about last week about being a peaceful and a quiet people to live a life of peaceableness and quietness. So we're going to read these verses here, uh, part of what we read last week. We're going to add a little bit to it. Uh, but in 1 Timothy chapter 2, and uh, we're going to go on from verse uh, 1 through 3. And so it says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications and prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. Now that means when God says all men, he means everybody. Now I don't mean for you to leave nobody else. And, and you say, well, that's a letter, you know, to the church and all that. But God says some things in the word that means exactly what it says. All men, everybody. You ought to pray for everybody. And there's proof by the next verse. Because let me tell you something about the word of God. The word of God will stand on its own. God don't need somebody coming along and stand up for it because the word of God is going to stand on its own. It's God's word. He, he is the one that put this word together. It's God's word. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he's going to make it right. You're going you're gonna to know what he says because it's his word. And so he says in verse 2, For kings and for all that are in authority. Do you think that all the kings of the world those that are in the highest of authority, and then those that are in uh, authority as well, because it's not mentioning just kings, but also for all that are in authority. When you look at that word authority, it means anybody that has a superior ability uh, of rank. And so you've got, uh, you've got police officers, you know, in the world. And I'm going to talk about that for a minute because so many people, uh, we're headed up to the holidays here. And you know, so many times, folks, come on now, you know it's the truth. A lot of times when uh, the holidays come and people allow alcohol to get involved, and the next thing you know, people are fighting on the holidays when you ought to be sitting down enjoying each other's company, and you're going to be fighting and, and carrying on, and then everybody got to call the police. Well, you're going to call the police because there's trouble, and then they get over there, and because they got to take care of the situation, sometimes it's very difficult decision and, and trying to figure out what to do. And uh, so, but, but God is letting us to know that there are those that are in a superior uh, place of rank. You know, you, not everybody can just go around arresting everybody. Somebody say, well, you know, there's citizens arrest and all this. But there's some boundaries within that too, folks. Y'all got to understand these boundaries within that. And so, uh, they certainly are people out there. You know, your children go to school. And they've got teachers. Those teachers are supposed to uh, be able to be, uh, you know, in a superior rank of authority. But unfortunately, we got so many things going on now uh, up in schools that it's just, uh, I, I, I will just say this. I'm glad that my children are just about all grown and uh, on their way because I'll tell you there's an agenda that has hit even the schools. And I'm not going to get into that right now, but we'll talk about that in a time. 
But anyway, so verse 2, it says, For kings and for all in authority. God wants us to pray for everybody. So, you know, maybe you don't like the... the and, and when it says king, it's talking about anybody in that highest authority in the land. And so for America, that would be the president. So if you voted for the president that's in power and you say, or that's uh, uh, not in power, and you say, well, that's not my president. Well, the Bible still says you got to pray for them. And we're talking about living a peaceful and a quiet life because that's what it leads us to, to understand. We need to pray for everybody. And it gives us, uh, if you will listen to the podcast. Now, we just started this podcast, folks. And uh, so there was an introduction podcast that kind of explained what we're going to be doing. And then our first podcast, which was a few days ago, and I went into detail on verse 2 of these different prayers. So if you want to uh, listen to that podcast, uh, and, and, and I'll explain those different prayers because all of these things, supplication and prayers and intercessions and giving of thanks, they're all different types of prayers, but they're supposed to be made for everybody. And certainly for those that are in the highest uh, authority of the land. So uh, even though, uh, you know, myself, I did not vote for the president that's uh, in power right now, but I've got to submit and pray for him. Even though I did not vote for him, even though, you know, that's uh, not, not something I, I did myself, but, uh, but uh, I still am called to pray for him. And you say, well, I don't want to pray for somebody that's got the agenda that they got or they've got uh, the thought of mind that they've got or whatever. Listen, that's the reason why we've got to pray for them. Don't you understand? We've got to pray for them because, uh, you know, the Bible tells us that God raises and lowers folks uh, in, in positions of power. That's what the Bible says. So sometimes God does allow people to come along that come up in power for a reason and God is trying to get us to do something. And so if we've got somebody in power... Uh, that is in the highest power of the land. This mentions kings. We, we know that to be, you know, like a president or different people like that, vice president, all these different ones. And uh, we need to pray for them. They need our prayers. Amen. And so we've got to be willing to submit to that. We've got to be willing to bow down on our knees if you've got the ability to do that. If you don't, then bow down on your knees in your mind because sometimes, you know, I, I get on my knees to pray, but sometimes I'm getting old, you know, and sometimes i got to sit down in my recliner and rock my, uh, wrap my feet up, you know, uh, put the recliner up, put my feet up, and, uh, and, and I just say, Lord, I'm going to go to my knees in my mind to you and bow down before you in my mind because right now today, uh, maybe my authorizer don't let me do. But anyhow, all right, so it says they've got to pray for everybody. And you, how many of you have taken the time to pray for your police officers? I know I mentioned it last week, but I'm going to ask you again, or a few days ago on the first podcast. How many of us, and, and, and maybe I don't know who all is listening. I don't know because, uh, you know, this is mainly something that I'm doing to, uh, uh, you know, bring the word of God to people. And certainly I want it to go out to even people that are not serving the Lord. I'm hoping that you do listen. But, uh, but, but those who are willing to serve the Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, because we are the ones that are called to a life of, of living a peaceable life and a quiet life, so I'm asking you, specifically you, the uh, child of the living God, you've been uh, baptized with the Holy Ghost, you, you, you claim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to ask you now, have you bothered to pray for those in authority? Have you 
taking the time to, uh, you know, and you say, well, I'm so frustrated with, uh, you know, this particular situation. Maybe you're frustrated with what's going on at the schools. And I get that. I understand that. Well, that's the all the more reason why, folks, we've got to pray. We've got to get on and get on our knees and talk to the Lord and ask him to guide us and to lead us and to help us on out because we sure enough need the help of the Lord. And so, but how many of us take the time to pray for our police officers? And I, I want to say this to anybody. Maybe, maybe some of you, you know, maybe you're not, uh, uh, maybe you don't serve the Lord, and you just listen to him for some reason. You say, "I'm going to listen to this joker and see what he's talking about." But uh, you know, here's the deal. I, I'm not sitting there saying that every single police officer is is doing, uh, you know, what's right. There are people that are ungodly everywhere you go and if you've got police officers that are not baptized with the holy ghost and fire and and they're not serving the lord surely they're going to be able to walk in their flesh just like you and anybody else that's not baptized with the holy ghost amen and so they uh, are susceptible by their flesh you know if we're not walking in the spirit of god we're going to walk after the flesh and that leads into all kinds of things and certainly there are police officers that are not baptized with the holy ghost they need to all get baptized with the holy ghost but some of them are not and because they're not sometimes they're going to be doing things they ought not be doing and certainly the law is there and should apply to them as well if they've done something you know very egregious towards others and and so on and broken the law then the law needs to be able to to come in and and take over and and do what needs to be done but but my question to with that all aside my question is this have you prayed for the police officers I mean, do you take the time? Have you, I mean, you, uh, here's the deal. I know that there's some folks, uh, you know, there's really two main groups. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not other political groups, but there's two main political groups that we know of in America. And I, I don't want to get into all that. I don't like getting into all that because I'm going to stay in the Word. But, but you know, the two main groups, and, and honestly, uh, there are some people that say they're Christians. I'm not saying that you're not, so don't get mad at me. But some that uh, lean over into uh, being a Democrat, and then there are some, many, that lean over into being a Republican. But there are some, you know, that uh, call themselves Christian, and they vote Democrat, and they've got their different reasons for, for doing that. Now, I'm not going to say one way is right, one way is wrong, or whatever. I'm not going to get into all that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to get in the Word. What does the Word say? And then you just got to make decisions on based on what the Word of God says. Amen. But... The bottom line is, you know, there's a lot of folks that have, uh, you know, you, you, you say you're Christian and you vote on the, that one side on the left, what they call the left, a Democrat or whatever. And, uh, and, 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 you know, a lot of times you hear uh, a lot of words being said against the police and trying to defund the police. Well, who are you going to call if somebody robbing you? I mean, we, we've got to really make some common sense out of this. Uh, that God has given us in our minds some common sense. Look, God is, he's letting us know, look, I, I put things there for a reason. Now, not all of them do right. That's true. But you can't say that all of them are doing wrong. But here's the deal. God has given us a word here in 1 Timothy in chapter 2. He said we need to pray for them. And so I'm asking you, I'm asking everybody, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, or whatever, I'm asking all of you, have you taken the time to, uh, you know, because really I'm going to say this to, to the, uh, you know, to people that voted Republican too, you know, have you bothered, you know, you say you get mad at people that say they want to defund the police, but I'm asking you as well, have you bothered to play for, uh, pray for the police too? 
Have you bothered to do it? Because these are people in authority and this is what the Bible's talking about. And, you know, there's a lot of folks that say a lot of things and they'll say, oh, well, this was going on back to here and this started back then when this was, you know, in place and, and uh, police came about because of this, that, and the other. Listen, I'm going I'm to read a scripture to you. I want you to hear what the Word of God says because what I believe is, I believe that we ought to go to the Word of God, but I believe that the Word of God it says it gives us all things for life, what pertains to life and godliness. It tells us that in the Word of God. And so I want you to listen to, to these verses for a minute. And this is in the book of Romans in chapter 13. Now here's the deal. The Christians were under the Roman rule at this time, and the Apostle Paul come along and he's talking about these things. And so this would be no different than the day and age that we live in. I'm not saying we're under Roman rule, but I'm saying we've got, we've got a rule of law over us, and that's for sure. Now, what does chapter 13 say? It says, from verse 1 down to verse 7, it says, Let every soul, every soul, it's talking to the, to the people in Rome, the Christians in Rome. He said, Now let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for they are no, there is no power but of God. The powers that, are be, that be are ordained of God. They've been placed there by God. Verse 2, Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God and they that resist shall receive themselves damnation now I didn't say that the word of God say that verse 3 for rulers are not a tear to good works but to the evil wilt thou then not be afraid of the power do that which is good and thou shalt have praise of the same verse 4 for he is uh, the minister of God to thee for good but if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is a minister of God and avenger to execute wrath upon him that doth evil. So that's what they're there for. They're there to take care of those that are evil. It don't mean that everybody right and, and doing right because some of those might not be doing right either and the law has got to be used uh, for that purpose against them as well. Verse 2, Wherefore ye must needs be subject, in other words, we've got to submit. And not only for wrath, not only because of the, of the wrath of God that's going to come to us or the wrath that may come to us for not being obedient to the rule of law that is there, but also uh, because of conscience sake, because we know we're being right with God when we obey the law. The Bible says, to, uh, it's telling us we need to obey that law. We need to, now, if it is uh, something that comes against the word of God, you know, you've got, you see where uh, some two uh, ministers of the word, uh, they were out there preaching and they got arrested and they uh, were put in jail. Well, uh, the angel of the Lord came and let them out and told them to go preach again. Well, they went out and preached again and they, and they got caught again. And they said, well, uh, what are you out there doing that for? I'm preaching in that name of Jesus because we told you not to do that. And they said, well, we've got to obey God rather than man. So there are some, there is a place and a space where we don't cross over. And I get that. But for the most part, folks, we're supposed to be obeying the law. We're supposed to be praying for these that are in a position of power because they need our prayers. Even if they're not living for God, they need to pray. How many of you, uh, you know, uh, understand and you see in the Word of God, God has used different people for different reasons at different times, and some of these people weren't always living for the Lord, and God would use them. And so, uh, like King Cyrus, you know, he wasn't a man of God, he, but, but God moved on him and God dealt with him. And so, 
And we've got to remember that the law is placed there to take care of us and to do, uh, to watch over us and, and, and protect us as well. Verse 6 and 7, it says, For this, uh, for, for this cause, pay ye tribute also that they are God's ministers attending continually upon everything. And yet people want to defund the police. And, and yet it's, he's saying, look, you need to pay tribute to these things because they are God's ministers. He said pay, uh, then he says, um, uh, attending continually upon this very thing. And then it says in verse 7, Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, and custom to whom is custom, fear to whom is fear, and honor to whom is honor. So folks, come on now. Uh, we, we don't need to be defunding the police because we need to uh, listen to the word, what it just said. And I would encourage you, uh, you know, to go back and read chapter 13, verses 1 through 7 again. <clears throat> because we really, excuse me for that, uh, we really need to pay attention to the Word of God. That's what this podcast is all about, is bringing the whole Word of God. If you're going to serve the God of heaven, why are you going to leave some of the Word of God out? Why do that? There ain't no point in that. You're either going to listen to it all or you're just going to chuck it all. Because, you know, you can't just listen to a portion of it. we got to listen to it all, folks. All right, so we got to pray for them uh, that are in authority, as verse 2 says, and that, and this is the reason why in verse 2 of 1 Timothy, uh, chapter 2, excuse me, and verse 2, it's also chapter 2 and verse 2, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Now, I want you to listen what this word means that's uh, mentioned here, lead, the word lead. You say, well, I know. Well, I, I'm glad you know. That's wonderful. But let's see what the Word of God, uh, the meaning of that word is when we look it up uh, uh, under a godly text. And it says, passing your time of life, leading others because of a driving force within you. Well, what would be that driving force? That would be the Holy Ghost. That would be God's Spirit. That is that driving force in us. And so as we pass our time through life, we lead a, 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 we lead others as, as the Holy Ghost is leading us and moving us. So does the Holy Ghost move on you when you read chapter 13 in the book of Romans? That we need to be obedient to these that God has placed in authority? You know, he placed Cyrus over the people and they weren't, you know, Cyrus wasn't living for God. Well, a lot of these police officers, they're not living for God, but we've got to pray for them and we've got to pay tribute. We've got to make sure we're not defunded police, you know, because we need to be able to call them when we need them. You say, well, some of them are not doing their job. Well, I understand that. Then the law is there to take care of that. Now, so lead. It also means to lead by example for others. How many of us, we claim to live for God and yet we're not listening to the word of God like it's talking about? Come on now, we got to do better than that. And I want to talk to you a little bit about what it says at the end of this verse 2. It says that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. God wants us to lead a quiet and peaceable life. We should not be people that are out there rioting. I'm, you know, I was thinking about this today. And some of those people that went over the walls on that capital when people were going and attacking the capital. You know, so many of those people, they, they claim to be on the right. Now, y'all know what I said. I said, I make people mad on both sides. But listen to me. I, I'm telling you, you don't have to listen to me, but if you're going to listen to the podcast, then listen to me for a minute. Because I'm just going to tell you what the Word of God says here, what God's Word is saying. If, if you're going to be living a living a peaceful and, 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 and a godly life and something that is, is a quiet life, 
certainly scaling over the uh, walls of the capital is not doing that and not being as an example, leading by an example. <clears throat> and you say, excuse me, and you say, well, I didn't do that. Well, you may not, but were you sitting there cheering them on when they did it? You know, and I, I, I understand that everybody has gotten to the point where we, we don't like this side so much. There's so much division and all of that. And I get why. I understand why. Because the Bible says that as time goes on, that men's hearts are going to wax worse and worse. And it's the truth. I understand that. But we've got to learn people to stand where we're supposed to stand. We've got to learn what does the Word of God say about how we're supposed to stand and we're supposed to lead, lead a quiet and peaceable life and lead by an example. Amen. And so it says to lead a quiet and peaceable life. You scaling over there and you going in there and you trying to, you know, bust up the capital and trying to find people and all that. Do you know some of those people that got arrested, they, uh, if I remember correctly, one of them supposedly was a pastor and his son. You know what the Bible says about, uh, you know, the, the, now I know some people are going to say, well, you just twisting that verse up. Well, I'm not twisting the verse up. But you know, the Bible says that our children, we should not lead them into anger. You know, it, it, some people say, well, what are you talking about? Well, the verse tells us not to provoke your child to anger. And some people, they're just going to simply say, oh, well, you just don't make your child mad. Listen to me. Have you ever been a parent? You're going to make your children upset. They're going to get upset sometimes, especially when you tell them no. And so this 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 foolishness that sometimes come across people's mouths that claim to be Christian. Well, you know, you just can't, you know, you can't let you, you can't get your children mad. Well, uh, you know, have you ever raised teenagers? I've been there, done that, and I'll tell you what, sometimes they're going to get upset with you, especially when you tell them, no, you can't do that. You know, we're not doing that. And uh, so sometimes that happens, but, but now... Another side to this, another side, and certainly I'm not saying it's okay to, to, to just purposely go around making your child angry. You should not be doing that. If you are a father and you are purposely trying to teach your children and especially your boys, trying to teach them to fight and do all this other kind of stuff, and you say you're a Christian, this right here proves something ain't right. You're going to have to get on your knees and repent. You're going to have to get right because we are supposed to be leading a quiet and peaceful life, folks. We're not supposed to be living like that. And so uh, you got some fathers, they, they are teaching their children. They're provoking them to wrath, and, they, and they're teaching them, uh, you know, how to, uh, you know, look at certain people or certain groups of people in a very negative way. And God don't want that for anybody, but he sure enough don't want it for the people of God. If you're a child of God, you're not supposed to be acting like that, behaving like that, or teaching your children like that. But this one uh, man, he was supposed to be a man of God, and his son and him both were in there, in that capital. They scaled over that wall and got arrested, and I thought, you know, this is a shame. It's a shame because these people are claiming to be Christian, and then people are looking at this, and, and they're saying, oh, look at those Christians. Look how they are. Folks, we need to listen to the whole Word of God. We're supposed to live a quiet and peaceable life. Amen. Now, <clears throat> the other thing is, it says, living, leading a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Amen. So what does it mean by all godliness and honesty? Well, godliness, that means how God is, the attributes of God. Have you, have you seen the, the, the fruits of the Spirit, which is the Spirit of God? The, Spirit of, uh, the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5 and chapter, 20, uh, chapter 5 and verse 22, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness. 
Any of those fit for you people who claim to be Christian and run it over that Capitol wall? I don't see where that fits nowhere. And not only that, there's other scriptures that validate we are not supposed to be part of rioting either. So uh, just a, a word for you. In verse 3, it says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. This is what's good and acceptable. God wants us to live a peaceable and a quiet life and to pray for those that are in charge. Now, as we are uh, heading on and trying to close out this uh, podcast, I'm trying to get done within 30 minutes and all. I do want to say this before we go. We're going to be, um, uh, and I mentioned this on the last podcast. This is the second podcast that I'm doing today. And um, what I want to say is, you know, we're heading into Thanksgiving. And, you know, a lot of time, folks, uh, we get to celebrating Thanksgiving. we got people, a lot of different people and a lot of different personalities coming together. And then if you're a child of God, let's just remember these verses. Let's remember these verses. We're supposed to be walking in the Spirit of God and bearing the fruit of the Spirit. Tell me, what tree, what 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 does the tree do? you got a fruit tree in the backyard and you got peaches growing on it. The peach, The tree don't eat the peach. Other folks are supposed to take the fruit and eat of it. So they need to be able to eat those uh, fruits of the Spirit off of us. And as we go into the holidays, as we're going to be heading in to do with Thanksgiving, I know a lot of times there's been Thanksgivings where, uh, you know, it, people just, uh, it turns into violence. And then what do you got to do? You got to call the police. And then people are talking about defunding police. Well, that's not going to work. You ain't going to have nobody to go. And so, you know, uh, what I want to say to those that are serving the Lord, if you really, truly claim to be a Christian, and you really mean that you're a Christian, then let's follow this word as we go into our holidays together with our family. You say, well, I'm just going to avoid it all. Well, we don't want to really just wipe ourselves out if there are people there that are lost, and certainly they need an example of the light of the Lord and the love of Jesus. Uh, we might want to be able to go and, and just uh, be there for a moment. You may only be able to be there for a little while and then have to leave, especially if it gets a little carried away. Maybe people starting to get drunk or whatever. You know how it goes sometime, how it can go. But, uh, but let's remember those things. And as I close out, I do want to tell you this little story, and this is the truth. It's not, not a story like a story, but a truth story. And uh, one time I was driving and uh, I was taking my daughter, my one of my older daughters, and she had been one of the children that stayed up in church for a while, you know. And uh, <clears throat> I was driving along, and we were going. Uh, I, I know that I was headed to a gas station. I had to get gas, and I was going to go to this one particular gas station that had like a mini mark too. It wasn't a Seven Eleven, but some other uh, state a gas station like that. And I had a big SUV at the time. Well. As I was driving along, and I did look in my mirror before I crossed over into the other lane. I did do that. I looked in the mirror, and I looked behind me, and I didn't see the car. I didn't see it at all. And I moved over in the lane. Well, apparently, when I moved over in the lane, by the time that I moved over, I think actually the lady was moving faster than what she should, and that's the reason why I didn't see her when I crossed over. But uh, anyway, she was uh, driving, and I moved over in the lane, and I guess she saw that I was going to, she says that I was going to hit her is what she said later. But she veered off and had to drive off into a parking lot really quick and hit a curb, she says. And so I didn't even know it. And I drove on and I went to the gas station. 
And uh, I pulled up to the pump and I told my daughter, I said, I'm going to go on in the store and I'm going to get us something to drink because it was really hot. It was in the summertime. I said, you know, it was really hot. I'm going to go get us something to drink and I'll pay for the gas in there. Well, I got out of the car and I walked around the backside of my SUV. And then before I crossed the parking lot there, this woman just pulled up, you know, and she had this Mustang. She pulled up really quick and she jumped out. I didn't even, I didn't even know what had happened. And she starts yelling at me. She jumped out and started cussing at me and get on. You did this and you cut me off. Da, 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 da. Now, it could have went two ways. I could have, and she was much shorter than I was, much littler than I was. Not that I would be violent, but I'm just saying. Some people, they look at that and they think, well, I can just thump you like a twig. But uh, that didn't come in my mind because when you, when you want to serve the Lord, there's something that gets a hold of your heart and 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 you want to live for the lord and you want to be an example to folks and and i truly when i saw her because she was shaking when she was yelling at me and she said you cut me. i said what happened ma'am I, I don't know what you're talking about and she said you cut me off you cut me off and i had to go off into the parking lot and she said my tire hit the curb and when she said that, I immediately, my, my heart, my heart of compassion, because I, I honestly did not know, folks. I really didn't. And I, I did look in my mirror, but I didn't see her when I crossed over. And, uh, and, I, and I started talking to her, and I said, ma'am, I'm so, so sorry. I said, I really, truly mean that. And I started talking to her in a very calm, quiet manner. I said, I really am sorry. I said, I am so sorry. I didn't see you. I said, I looked back, but I didn't see you. I said, are you all right? And when I said that, she started shaking harder. I said, are you all right, ma'am? And she slowly sat down in the seat of her Mustang. And she goes, I, I, I'm just shaking up. She goes, because I'm, I'm a single woman. I'm by myself. And she goes, and I didn't know what I was going to encounter when I came up to you. I said, ma'am. And I knelt down. I knelt down. I was on my, my feet, but I kind of bent down. And I looked at her, and I said, ma'am, I'm a Christian. And I said, I serve the Lord. I said, you don't have to worry about me. I said, I just want to make sure you're all right. And she goes, yeah, I'm all right. And she, I said, is your tire okay? You said your tire hit the curb. And she goes, well, I don't know. And we just had this little conversation. So before it was over, I said, ma'am, I said, I want you to take my phone number. I said, let's look at your tire. And everything seemed to be okay. And uh, I said, I want you to take my phone number. And she said, I said, can you have it checked? And she said, yeah, I got somebody that can check it. And I said, all right. I said, I'm going to give you my phone number. And I said, I want you to dial it right now so that you know I'm, I'm telling you the truth. So she rang it and my phone rang. And uh, I said, I want you to have your tire checked. And I said, I'll pay for that. I'll take care of that. And I said, but are you sure you're all right? She said, yeah, I'm all right. Well, do you know the woman, she did call a few days later and I answered the phone. And I recognized her voice. And she said, you know, sir, I had the tire checked and everything's all right and I said are you still are you okay are you still okay she goes I am and she goes I want to tell you something she goes I have never encountered anybody like you and I knew it wasn't me it wasn't me folks it was the Holy Ghost it was that Holy Ghost inside me that said I've got to live a peaceable and a quiet life with people and it made a, an impression on her and she began to cry she said, I've just never encountered anybody like you. And I told her, I said, ma'am, that's the Holy Ghost in me. And uh, I was able to witness to her and talk to her. But folks, let's go into the holidays and let's remember to be peaceable. Let's remember to be uh, ones that live a quiet life and to be loving and kind and to bear these fruits. Don't you know, these fruits that we read in Galatians 5 and uh, chapter 5 and verse 22, 
there even for the world to be able to uh, taste that fruit too. They need to taste. The Bible says, the Lord said, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so they need to see that in us and through us. So with that said, I am looking forward to my holiday, and I hope you are too. And I'll be praying for y'all. If you pray for me, I'll pray for you. And may the Lord be good to you until we meet again.